بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد مسألة رفع اليدين that's what we got to right the affair of raising the hands uh, in the salah يعني intending by that uh, raising the hands when going down for ruku' and also coming up from ruku' and we mentioned the reason behind mentioning this point although really in reality this the um, series of the, uh, the these series of lectures and he wouldn't intend by way of them to discuss the masail of fiqh those matters that are connected to the yani uh, to the furu' to the subsidiary issues yani those things that are not considered from being from the usul from the foundations of the religion we mentioned last week there's a reason why we brought this point up what was that point anyone remember why are we discussing rafal yadain Naam, yani we intend by way of it to show how yani there are those who claim to be Ahl Sunnah, those who claim to cling onto the book and the Sunnah, those who claim to be that saved sect, that sect that follow the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi and his companions, radiallahu anhum. And yani many other claims. There are those who claim, yani from all the various groups and sects, they claim to follow the righteous Imams. Claim to follow the Salaf, this Ummah. Claim to follow such and such Imam, such and such Imam. But all these claims, yani as uh, the poet said, con concerning yani, uh, the matter of yani, making claims, the affair is not about yani, uh, making claims in and of itself. Yani, anybody can make a claim. However, that claim has to be backed up with proof. And with evidence, and that is why the Messenger of Allah he said, "Lo If the people were given based on their claims, And had the people been left to their claims and, be, and, and given based on their claims and based on that which they say, then. There would have been men who would claim the blood of other men and their wealth. Lakin, what? Al bayyina al mudda'i. However, the bayyina, the proof, the onus of, of bringing evidence and proof is upon the one who makes the claim. Upon the one who makes the claim. If you're going to make a claim, and in the affairs of the dunya, you claim that such and so, so and so person owes you money, or so and so took such and such from you and he needs to, and he, he should give it back and so on. Like you claim something from someone else, you have to bring bayina, you have to bring proof. This is in the affairs of the dunya, no doubt. But not just in the affairs of the dunya, but also in the affairs of the deen and in the affairs of the aqeedah. Huh? That is why uh, when those people claim to love Allah, when they claim to love Allah, Allah mentioned, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ Say that if you truly love Allah, you gotta bring some bayina. That's the bayina. That's the proof. If you truly love Allah, then the bayina and the dalil of your loving Allah is to follow the Messenger Muhammad. So even in the deen, not a, not a yani, simple affair of saying, we are Ahl Sunnah, we follow the Sunnah, we are yani, uh, Salafi. 
We follow the manhaj al-salaf. We are Salafi, we follow the righteous generations. We are Salafi, we follow the Salaf. Not just a claim. Yani it's, not, it's not just a claim, you have to back that up with action, with evidence. Kullun yidda'i waslim bi layla, as the poet he said, everyone yani claims to love and claims some connection to layla. Walayla la taqirullahum bidak. However, layla doesn't claim any of that for any of them. She's free from all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about a claim, but it's about يعني, that ittiba, the following, it's about يعني, bringing bayina and يعني, backing that up with your actions. And so, يعني, in, in uh, our discussion, the discussion of clinging to the book and the sunnah, and we mentioned why يعني, we mentioned some benefits from Imam al Bukhari and يعني, how he ordered his Sahih and through his ordering of the Sahih and the ordering of Yani the various books and chapters within his Sahih. Yani he he proved to us the importance of sticking to the book and the Sunnah. After all of yani those books and those chapters, sticking to the book and the Sunnah, and we derived also from that. Yani that uh, from that is to not accept anything other than the book and the Sunnah. Yani when the book and the Sunnah have rule in a matter and it's clear, then there's no room for anyone else. There's no room for Ara. No room for opinions, no room for يعني, following another man or even an imam or a righteous imam when you know that there is within the book and the sunnah that which shows otherwise and proves otherwise. Not allowed for us and we brought many uh, يعني, um, statements from the imams يعني, how they uh, commanded the people to stick to the book of Allah and the sunnah of his messenger when يعني, the affair becomes clear. We mentioned statements from, likewise, the four Imams. And even before the four Imams, we showed how the Sahaba, this was the way of the Sahaba. The way of the Sahaba was that they would leave their own positions, and they would leave the positions of those who were close to them, those who were above them, maybe even their fathers, their grandfathers, and so on. They would leave them for that which was clearly established يعني, within the Quran and the Sunnah. And they didn't have that ta'asub which we find uh, those. Uh, who claim to follow the, 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 the Sunnah, those who claim to follow the, the Imams and so on, the ta'asub that they have, we find that the Sahaba never had that ta'asub. And we mentioned this Rafa al just to show how يعني, uh, there are those who claim to follow their Imams, and in particular the four Imams, we're, we're all aware of who the four Imams are. The first of them يعني, uh, was Imam Abu Hanifa, righteous Imam, just like the other three Imams, righteous Imams with Ahl Sunnah. We hold them to be imams from this ummah, righteous imams, imams that should be followed, but not blindly followed. Even when yani, the truth is in other than their madhab. Because now the affair becomes an affair of, even though it's a muscle of fiqh that we're talking about here, it's not the matter of fiqh in reality, but what it is, is that yani, you've now moved on to, the, to, to, to a matter of you making nabd of the sunnah. And rejecting the sunnah when it's clearly established. And yani, you're following your hawa. Just like someone from Ahli Sunnah, who's a person of Tawheed. Because we're going to show that the reality is that those who claim to follow these Imams, yani, they'll say we're Hanafi, we're Maliki, we're Shafi. But they only intend yani, in fiqh. That's what they mean. The reality is that in the aqidah, on the aqaid of these Imams, that they don't follow them in the aqidah. 
but yani in, the, in these masail of fiqh they don't even do that correctly they don't follow the imams the way the imams commanded them to follow them but even for a person who is upon the aqidah of those imams and the aqidah of the salaf a person from ahl sunnah a person of tawhid yani even for him yani when there's something clearly established within the sunnah then it is haram for him to reject that haram for him to reject that for the statement of of yani someone else yani an imam who has evidence or yani he may have evidences but weak evidences yani compared to the other position not allowed and as sheikh ubaid hafizullah when he was asked about an individual when does he leave the manhaj al-salaf a person when he, when is he considered to have left the methodology of the salaf and now he's become other than a salafi sheikh he said that if a person he he rejects something which is from the usul of the deen that the salaf were upon so he rejects something from the usul then he is not the salafi and he has left the salafi methodology that's clear but then this is the important point the sheikh said but also in furu' but also in the subsidiary matters so the masail of fiqh and so on also in the furu' matters if he builds his wala and bara upon those matters if he builds his allegiance and disallegiance and his enmity and so on based on fit matters so we as salafis we have to be careful of that that we don't now fall out with your brothers because they hold a particular fiqh matter yani they hold they hold that to be the stronger position so i don't know yani yani tarawih the number of raka'at and tarawih we find that this is a masala fiqhia and there is khilaf there khilaf yani with the imams khilaf with the imams and that, this is not a masala like the masala of raf al yadain because masala raf al yadain the adilla wadiha you can't bring yani that the evidence brought by those who hold that yani it is not allowed to raise the hands you can't yani bring that evidence that they using uh, to reject the rest of the evidences the clear evidences that's something where yani is there's no room to do that and now it becomes a affair of ta'assub and following your desires however matters of fiqh where the khilaf is qawi uh, the, 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 the difference is strong yani uh, the various positions that there may be in that particular matter all of them are strong or maybe some stronger than others but yani it's not outright you can say this one is the clearest but imams from ahl sunnah from the uh, yani the, uh, the, the imams of this da'wah da'wah salafiyyah you find that they differ in it so here now hmm, yani we don't build wala al-bara on these issues issues because they're subsidiary issues they're not from the usul so not allow for us if you yeah and you find that in a particular masjid masjid from ahli sunnah from the salafiyun that they for example hold in ramadan that yani that, that you can pray more than 11 rak'at because they were imams they were imams imams from ahli sunnah all of the four madhahib oh first, first we've mentioned this a number of times all of the four imams all of them held that it's permissible to pray more sheikh islam ibn taymiyyah sheikh, sheikh islam muhammad ibn abdul wahab many of them the imams even from this time Sheikh bin Baz, Sheikh Taymin, many of them they, 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 they held that, and some detail there, some of them said that it's better to stick to 11. Better because that's, that's the action of the Messenger of Allah. However, Fa'l al Sahaba, 
and also the fact that the messenger of Allah was asked by Yani Aman concerning the uh, night prayer and he said that it's prayed in twos and so on so they use this as evidence to say that it's not restricted to 11 but that was the action of the messenger of Allah so it's better to stick to that action however allowed to increase so I'm, 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 talking, I'm saying there's imams from Ahl Sunnah so then now it's not allowed for me if I hold the position of Yani Sheikh uh, Sheikh Albani Rahimullah Yani that it's not allowed to increase above 11, but I find I come in the masjid in Ramadan here, this masjid Marcus Salafi here, Ramadan I come and I find the brothers praying more. Then I say, I'm not praying in this masjid. And I begin to warn the brothers or my close companions, those brothers have left the sunnah. Or those brothers, yani, they, I don't know what they're on. Huh? Yani, and I be, uh, be, be form this click, break away from the masjid, break away from the brothers. That's haram. And now you've left the Salafi manhaj because you're building your wall on bara on fiqh matters. Similar, for example, in, in, the, in, the, in this summer, we find from the Salafi Masajid, some of them who will stick to or take the positions of some of the uh, Mashayikh concerning, concerning shortening, uh, not shortening, uh, making jam of the Salawat, combining the prayer, yeah, the Maghrib and the Isha. Hmm? You find some of them Salafi Masajid, they'll do that. Other Salafi Masajid won't do it. But if you come and you hold that, yeah, and it's not allowed to, to join for that reason. And they are. Mashaykh from the Salafi Da'wah, those who say no, not allowed. In the legend of Da'imah, Shaykh Salih Al-Haydan, Shaykh Salih Fawzan, uh, and others, they say no, not allowed to, to join in the summer. Yani, even if the nights are short, even if you can't yani, distinguish yani, when Isha has kicked in and so on, not allowed. But then there are Mashaykh who say yes, it's allowed. And there's a hardship, allowed. So if your brothers, so if I come to the masjid and I find other brothers, yani, they, they join in, they're taking that position, not allowed for me now. To go break away from the from from the brothers from the Salafi Yun, and then now to take others with me and say, yani the brothers are on some something else, and start yani to to put things into their hearts and yani break away, huh? and to whatever level that may be, not allowed. That's haram. That's when a person now he has made something which is a masala, masala from the furu matters. He has now made it something that he builds his friendship and his enmity upon. Now, and so, point being is those masail, those masail of the furu' can become matters that become serious, become serious. And so the masail of al yadain become, it became, it became a serious issue because you clearly rejecting something which is established, as we said, يعني, with the ashara al-mubashini the jannah, the ten guarantee. Jannah, all of them is narrated upon them that they raise their hands in the salah. In fact, 70 of them, 70 companions. Mas'ala which has gone beyond tawatur. Gone beyond being something yani, which, is, which has reached the level of mutawatir, as we know from the strongest evidences that they are. Gone beyond that. Naam, and so yani, by way of this, uh, we find that the Imams, they chose to author in this matter, to show the seriousness of this. Um, and also, we mentioned that Abdullah ibn Umar, he would throw, he would, when if he saw someone not raising his hand in the salah, yani when going down for, to Rukhu' and coming up from Rukhu', he would throw pebbles at them. He would throw pebbles at them. Imam Bukhari mentions this, mentions this in his Kitab Raful Yadain. Uh, and so, we may mention of the same of Imam Nawawi. Um, Concerning this matter to show again how يعني, it's important and not that 
يعني we just pick in on a fit matter and we build يعني our da'wah upon this and our da'wah is based on this no as we mentioned going back two lessons ago bringing the benefit from Imam al-Bukhari he started, started his, his Sahih with Tawheed and, and he ended it with Tawheed the da'wah is Tawheed and ends with Tawheed it's always Tawheed and that's the most important thing to us the usul however يعني sometimes we have to deal with these matters because there's more to it not just the issue of raising the hands, it's the issue of following the sunnah. Now, Imam Nawi, he mentions, Raising the hands. No, that this matter is an important matter, an extremely important matter. They need every Muslim is in need of it. Hmm? Every day, يعني a number of times, many times. Uh, think about the prayers that you have in the day, the amount of prayers you have in the day, and then the amount of ruqus that there are. And as the Salaf would say, some of them, for every rafah, hasanat. Ten good deeds, because we know that the deeds are multiplied between ten to seven hundred odd. And you find that the ahnaf, you'll find that in other matters, you'll find them saying, criticizing the Salafiyun for not following the sunnah, not wearing a hat, not wearing a hat. You guys don't follow the sunnah, you don't love the sunnah. Or if you see one who he prayed his father, then for some reason he had to go and he didn't pray his sunnah. So you find them saying, you guys don't pray the sunnah, you don't love the sunnah, and so on. But, so the claim is that we don't love the sunnah, we don't seek that great reward, and so on. What about this great reward here? For every rafa? Ten good deeds. And so the Muslim is in need of this. Imam Nawi, he mentions. Especially the one who seeks the hereafter and the one who يعني, makes salat. يعني, uh, يعني, he prays a lot. That is why the uh, ulama, they paid special attention uh, to this matter. أبو عبد الله البخاري كتاب كبيرا في إثبات الرفع في هذين الموضعين والإنكار الشديد على من خالف ذلك فهو كتاب نفيس that is the kitab of Imam al-Bukhari he's mentioned this is why Imam al-Bukhari he authored يعني separate book in this matter and it is a kitab that is nafis hey wallah it is يعني a gem of a book and likewise we have the statement of Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali he says that the sabab, the reason for their i'tina, the reason for their concern in this matter, yani the ulama, is that the amsar, amsar al-muslimin, all of the yani, countries and cities of the Muslims, yani, uh, such as al-Hijaz and Yemen and Misr and, and Iraq, kana amata ahliha yarawna raf al-aidi. Yani the majority of them, uh, the majority of the, of the people within these cities, within these countries, yani they would raise their hands in salah, yani, uh, the time of ruku', coming up from ruku', except for Ahl Kufa, except Ahl Kufa, except the people of Kufa. They didn't used to raise their hands, except for the opening of the salah. 
فاعتنى علماء الامصار بهذه المساله والاحتجاج لها والرد على من خالفها. So that is why they, 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 يعني they, they focused on this matter um, and يعني they brought the evidence, they brought the evidences uh, for this and they would refute those who يعني, uh, would reject it. Imam al-Awza'i he said uh, again similar that the people of uh, al-Hijaz and Sham and Basra يعني they um, used to raise their, their hands um, except for Ahl Kufa فإنهم خالفوا في ذلك أئمتهم except for the people of Kufa and we know Abu Hanifa was from Kufa and then you had those who came later Imam Abu Hanifa Imam Jalil Imam no doubt Imam with Ahli Sunnah then you have those Muta'asibin Muta'asibah they'll come and they say يعني it's not possible this Imam this great Imam this caliber and this level that this slipped him and he didn't know about this not possible we're going to see and we saw last week anyway we saw examples of those much greater than Abu Hanifa Imam يعني أئمة from the Sahaba أئمة from the Sahaba we saw examples from Umar from Ibn Umar Abu Huraira Aisha maybe we saw many examples where يعني, there were matters that they were unaware of. Or, يعني, they, 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 a, a position came to them, evidence came to them, which showed that that which they were upon يعني, was, a, was a weaker position, and so they left their positions. Point being is that it's possible for an imam, possible for an imam, possible for a sahabi, that something passes him. Hmm? An example that we didn't mention, but uh, a clear example, in, again, in Sahih Bukhari, in Kitab Tiyammum, you'll find it, between Umar, second Khalifa in Islam, Umar al-Khattab, and Ammar ibn Yasir, Ammar, concerning Tiyammum, that they were both, or they went on a journey and they both woke up instead of Janaba. They both woke up instead of Janaba, time for Salah, it was time for Salah, and this was before the revealing of uh, the hukum of Tiyammum, and being allowed to make Tiyammum, that يعني أمار he made اجتهاد and he knew that the يعني dirt of the earth the dust of the earth it's a purifier so he made اجتهاد and he يعني he he يعني bathed himself and he rolled around on the ground and يعني he considered himself as being طاهر based on that and he offered his salah as for Amr he left it he didn't know and he didn't see that that was something which would make permissible the salah, but except that you need water. You need water. And so they went back to the Messenger of Allah. And the Prophet he mentioned to Ammar that it would have sufficed you to do this. Sufficed you to make tiyamum, and he showed me how to make tiyamum. To wipe the hands and the face. That would have sufficed you. And then Ammar used to narrate that. Ammar used to narrate that in the Khilafah of Amr. He used to narrate it. And it reached Umar. That Ammar was narrating this. And so Ammar, he said, do you not remember, Amir al-Mu'mineen, that this is what happened. We went out and this is what happened. He said, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember any of that. And so he said, Amir al-Mu'mineen, if you want that I stop narrating this, then I'll stop narrating it. He said, Allah, we leave that which you've taken, the position that you've taken. Keep narrating. That's what you remember. That's your position. Carry on. And so yeah, you find Kitab Tiyamum, you find them, a number of narrations of the same incident. Then you find, yeah, and it's to shed light to this. And remember now, we've got Abdullah bin Mas'ud in this. 
scenario now because they use the hadith of Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud concerning the uh, proof of not raising the hands. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and Abu Musa al-Ashari. Both of them now later on they're discussing this matter and Abu Musa al-Ashari he said يعني that, يعني what do you uh, when discussing the affair of tayammum if you don't find water and so on and he mentioned the hadith of Ammar, this incident. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said, don't you know that Umar rejects this? And he's not content with this? And so, Ammar, he said, Abu Musa. So in the original incident that took place, who was it? Ammar and Umar. Later on, discussing the matter was Abu Musa, Al-Ash'ari and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Abu Musa took the position of Ammar. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud took the position of Amr. So later on when they're discussing, Ammar, he said to, Abu Musa, he said to Abdullah ibn Amr, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said, he brought the hadith of Ammar. And so Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said, don't you know that Ammar rejects that? And he's not content with it. So then, Abu Musa, Abu Musa, he said, قول Ammar, leave this, this hadith. And the statement of Ammar. Okay, leave that. Mother to call and call Allah Ta'ala. What do you say about the statement of Allah Ta'ala? So he brought the ayah. Huh? And if you don't find the ayah from the book of Allah, if you don't find water, then tayammamu. Make the tayammam. And then the hadith mentions, Abdullah didn't know what to say to that. Couldn't respond to it. But it's mentioned that يعني, he only, the only reason why he went to that is because he thought that يعني, if, this is, if we allow this and this is allowed, then the people will now make tayammum when the water is cold. Or when it's cold outside and so on. Hmm? Point being is, Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen, he mentions, and he mentions this in يعني, his risala that he, he wrote concerning the khilaf that takes place between the imma. And he mentions from the asbab, from the reasons why there may be khilaf, is that an alim forgets a dalil. He forgets an evidence. Such as Amr, he forgot that, that which took place. He forgot this thing that took this incident that took place. So it's possible that an alim he forgets a dalil. Hmm? Now, and so uh, yani that's a clear example of how an an alim, an imam, yani of such great caliber. That even in these matters, that there are matters that they may يعني, not know or they forget. Hmm? They forget. Now, and so this is something they claim. Abu Hanifa, such a great Imam, it's not possible that he's going to not know this matter of Rafa Yadain. Hmm? And so this is their evidence that they use, the greatness of, of, of an Imam. But as we've seen, that this is يعني, um, weak, a weak um, argument. Naam. Um, and in reality, in reality, as Imam al he mentions here, فَإِنَّهُمْ خَالَفُوا فِي ذَلِكَ إِمَّتَهُمْ The reality is that they, Ahl-Kufa, they opposed Abu Hanifa. Why? Because Abu Hanifa, he said, إِذَا صَحَّ الْحَدِيثِ فَهُوَ مَذْحَبِي As we established last week, many statements we brought from the Imams. If a hadith is sahih, then that is my madhab. 
As for Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, in his time, the, uh, the ahadith had not been collected like they were in the time of, for example, al-Nisa'i. Al-Nisa'i, from the Ashab al-Sunan, al-Bukhari, al-Muslim, and Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah, and al-Tirmidhi. Al-Nisa'i is the last of them. Al-Nisa'i is the last of them. And that's why they say that after al-Bukhari and Muslim, we know the most authentic books uh, after, the, after the book of Allah, al-Bukhari and then Muslim. But then from the rest of them, al-Nisa'i. Why? Because al-Nisa'i was the last of them. And so, يعني, uh, with the passing of time, the collection of the ahadith and the ahadith يعني, being spread around the Muslim world, it had become plentiful. As for the time of Abu Hanifa, that hadn't been done yet. Al-Bukhari was a student of Imam Ahmad. Imam Ahmad was the last of the four Imams. Hmm? Al-Bukhari Muslim, all those, the students of Al-Bukhari, uh, of Imam Ahmad. Hmm? All of that juhd and that hard work that those muhaddithin went through, collecting that hadith and traveling to the Amsar, uh, that did not occur until after. And so, yani, uh, Imam Abu Hanifa didn't have at uh, his disposal that which those later Imams had. Hadith had not been collected. And so, yani, that's one of, the one of the main reasons, if not the biggest reason why, yani, Abu Hanifa, those Adilla did not come to him. When they make that claim, yani, it's not possible that the Imam didn't know all of these proofs. Hmm? No, we say that the Imam is excused. He's excused because all of that hadn't been done. And, Add to that, the fact that Kufa at that time wasn't a place where people would go to spread hadith and learn. Rather it was Mecca, Medina and so on, the Hijaz. Naaman, so that's why they spread, or they, they, they occurred two schools of thoughts. There was the Madrasa al-Ra'i, that school of thought which involved Ra'i and opinions and making Qiyas and so on, making analogy and so on, due to there being a lack of hadith, lack of yani, no source, textual evidences. And so they occurred in that part of the Muslim world, that school of thought. But then the Hijaz, and this area, huh? Madrasat al Hadith, the Madrasa of Hadith. And they had i'tina, yani with the Hadith, with the Hadith of the Messenger of Allah. Now, also, it's mentioned that Abu Hanifa was, yani he, he, he um, yani was strict in yani his acceptance of Hadith. Very strict, as we know, yani, some of the Imams, yani, they varied and they differed with one another concerning yani, the conditions in order for a hadith to be authentic. And yani, some of them may be more severe, more yani, strict uh, as it relates to the ruwat, the narrators of the hadith and so on. And so that's another reason. And so the Imam is excused. The Imam is excused. And if it's possible for Sahaba things to pass them, it's definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, for those lesser than them, that certain masail don't come to them, certain evidences don't come to them. The Imam is excused, and as the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu he said, إِذَا حَكَمَ hakim فَأَصَابْ That if a judge uh, or a mujtahid, he judges in a matter, he makes ijtihad in a matter, فَلَهُ And he's correct, فَأَصَابْ And he's correct, فَلَهُ مَعْدَ Ajran, he has two rewards, he's still rewarded. He's rewarded if he gets it correct, two rewards. But if he makes a mistake, he is still rewarded with Ajar, with one reward. So we hold he's still rewarded, and other than, than the Imam, still rewarded the Imams 
because we know they're the most sincere of the people. Yani they make the ijtihad based on sincerity, but yani they, they, they are still rijal. And yani it's not possible for them to comprehend every single matter in the religion and all of the evidences. And so if they get it wrong, then uh, they still have an ajara, they still have a reward. Now, and so coming back to the matter, coming back to the matter, there's only first to mention the evidences, all of the evidences for Rafa al We know that's something established. In the Sahih, Sahih Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, in Qutb al-Sunan, there's no need to mention it. But just to show how these people work. And يعني, to show by way of their evidences how they're not true to this claim in following the Sunnah, how they have with them ghulu, extremism, how they have with them al hawa, following the desires, how they have with them tahrif also, they even fall into tahrif, distorted evidences. They also fall, يعني, they, 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 by way of that, they don't have that amana, ilmiya, يعني, that, that trust when it comes to passing down ilm and passing down knowledge and, and recording down the ahadith and so on, or even in the masail, and, and giving judgments that you find that they're not truthful in the way they, 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 they bring about their, their, their statements and their positions and how they yani, uh, make that manifest to the general people. Now, the evidences they use, all of them, all of them are weak. All of them, the hadith that they use, all of them are weak except for one. Except for one. And they use a number of evidences, uh, 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 not just uh, hadith, there is from the ghulat um, of them, from the extreme of them, the extreme ones, those who, who will even use an ayah, those who will even use a verse from the Book of Allah, completely out of its place. Ibn Qayyim, he mentions this in his kitab. He's got a kitab, Raf al-Yadain. Um, the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الَّذِينَ قِيلَ لَهُمْ كُفُّوا أَيْدِيَكُمْ Have you not looked, uh, have you not seen those whom it was said to them, كُفُّوا أَيْدِيَكُمْ Hold back your hands. Huh? Hold back your hands. So they use this. They use this. Uh, and يعني, uh, as we know, the rest of the verse was Aqim Salah. And we said to them, establish the Salah and give the Zakat. So they use this, look. Uh, Allah said, Have you not looked to those who it was said to them? Kufu uh, aidiyakum. Hold back your hands. Uh, the meaning of this is what? Anyone know? Any the context of it? Uh, hold, hold your hands back from. Al-Qital, from fighting. Yani, Ibn Qayyim, he mentions, not a single person from the Imam of Tafsir mentioned this being a proof for not raising your hands in the Salah. But, yani, it was those who, uh, yani, they would go to the Messenger of Allah wanting to fight the Mushrikeen, wanting to go out for Jihad, wanting to, yani, uh, make that Qital against the Mushrikeen. But they were not in that position, in that, yani, uh, in, in a situation to, to be able to fight them. And so he said to them, withhold and don't fight, but establish the prayer and give this a cat. But look how they'll take this and they'll use this as an evidence. They bring also uh, the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. And this hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, not at the level, nowhere at the level of those hadith that we mentioned, those hadith that are in the Sahihain and other than Sahihain, 
متواتر بل حديث ريكورد باي ابو داوود الترمذي لايكويز يعني الطحاوي ان البيهقي ان اذز خلاف as to whether that hadith is uh, authentic or not. However, many from the Aima, they declare it to be weak. Ibn al-Mubarak, Yahya ibn Ma'in, al-Bukhari, and many from the Aima declare it. Darqutni, likewise, declare that hadith, this hadith, the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, and that hadith is what? what that he said to uh, his, those with him, his companions, he said, from the Tabi'in, he said, shall I not show you the Salah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? And then he prayed, and he didn't raise his hands, except awal marra, except for the first time, meaning except for when? Starting the Salah, Takbirat al-Ihram. And so they used this. And he only raised his hands one time, and he's saying to them, that I'm going to show you the prayer of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu So, this is the hadith we use. Khilaf, as we said, from the Muhadithin, whether this hadith is authentic or not. Mention the names of those who say no, it is, it is, not authentic, not established. But there are those who declare it to be authentic. And uh, the Ahnaf, they're going to love Sheikh Al-Albani for this. They're going to love Sheikh Al-Albani for this, Rahimullah. Uh, although they, they'll make ta'an of the Sheikh uh, by saying that he declared a hadith from Sahih Bukhari to be weak. The doubt that they bring about Sheikh Al-Albani, Rahimullah. That he declared a hadith in Sahih Bukhari to be weak. Who is this muhaddith? Not knowing that يعني, the sheikh was simply يعني, making mention of that which many other aimma mentioned before him. Dara Qutni and Ibn al-Qayyim and many others from the aimma. يعني, uh, the one who is munsif and the one who goes back to even Fatuh al-Bari, the explanation, the well-known explanation of Sahih al-Bukhari. Right at the beginning, Ibn Hajar, he mentions how they are imams. And Ibn Hajar came well before Shaykh al-Bani. Ibn Hajr, he mentions how there are Imams who held that there are a number of hadith in Al-Bukhari that are weak. Hmm? So it's yeah, it's something that's mentioned by the Imams from old. But then they bring, look at the Shaykh Al-Bani, declared a hadith in Bukhari to be weak. Huh? Yani Bukhari. But then why is Bukhari when, Rafi when it comes to Rafi But this is a ta'an on Shaykh Al-Bani. But the reality is that yani this hadith of Abdullah Masood, the Shaykh, in his Sifat Salah, he said, uh, concerning, I have to mention there's a khilaf in the authenticity of this hadith. He said, uh, that the truth in the matter is sahih. That the hadith is sahih. So, uh, if they knew this, they'd probably make taqlid of Shaykh al-Bani. Uh, um, now, so the Shaykh, he mentioned that according to him, it is sahih. However, even though it's sahih, even though it's sahih, it is still not an evidence. Why? Because we, we know that, يعني, uh, as we mentioned before, that there are يعني, matters that may pass an, uh, يعني, an imam or a sahabi. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, there are other matters where we find that it is narrated from him that يعني, he did something. However, يعني, the majority and the rest of the Sahaba يعني, held the opposite of that. Yeah. And we're going to make mention of the matter of tatbiq, يعني, the uh, place in the hands يعني, between the thighs 
and the inner thighs in ruku'ah. That is something established upon Abdullah ibn Mas'ud in Sahih Muslim. In Sahih Muslim. Hmm? That is something which, yani again, he, he, when he was praying with his two companions, Al-Qama and Al-Aswad, he moved their hands when they were praying with him, and they were praying beside him. And it's mentioned that he, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he forgot how yani, the prayer is when there are two individuals with you. That now they form a row behind you. But if you go to the hadith of Sahih Muslim, that he brought them next to him. So that's another matter where yani, he, he forgot that or he was unaware. But then when one of them were praying, both of them when they were praying, they placed their hands in the ruku, they placed it where? On the knees. But then he moved their hands and put their hands in between the thighs, the tatbiq, which he was doing. Huh? And so that's another matter where the rest of the Sahaba, all of them, hmm, that they yeah, they didn't hold that. They didn't hold that. However, Abdullah ibn Masood, he held something different. Likewise, if you go to uh, Sahih al-Bukhari, in the Kutub of Tafsir, in the Fadail of Quran, Naam, when you, uh, Tafsir, when it comes to Surah, uh, Surah Al-Nas and Surah Al-Falaq, you'll find how there's mention concerning Abdullah ibn Mas'ud that he used to reject that Surah Al-Falaq, the Ma'udhatayn, Surah Al-Falaq, and Surah Al-Nas, that they were from the Quran. That they were from the Quran, meaning part of the Quran. And he held, he, he held them to be yani, from the Ad'iyah. Huh? There's mention of that. So if this is, if it's possible, if it's possible that he can hold this, then it's possible huh, that he's held something which the rest of the Sahaba yani, uh, held different to him. Ma'am. But a matter comes into this. Another matter, and that is that. Okay, so Abdullah bin Saud did not hold the raising of the hands. And if you go along with this hadith being authentic, if you do go along with it being authentic, the scholars they mentioned the matter in fiqh, and a rule in fiqh, and that is that, that the one who saw something, his statement has precedence over the one who didn't see something. And affirmation, we give. We give precedence to affirmation over negation. So, well-known incident. Um, whether the messenger of Allah pray, prayed in the Kaaba. Whether he prayed in the Kaaba or not. Bilal, he, Bilal an, he said that the Prophet prayed. Fadl ibn Abbas, he says no, he didn't pray. So, two clear contradictory evidences. Which one do we take? Bilal, why? Because he saw something and he saw. Yani the one who didn't see it, or he says he, yani he, he didn't pray, he, yani he's simply mentioning something that he doesn't, he's unaware of and he didn't see it. It doesn't mean it didn't take place. And as the Qa'ida tells us, Adam al-ilm la yastalzim al-ilmu bil-adam. Al-ilmu bil-adam. Adam al-ilm la yastalzim al-ilmu bil-adam. Yani not having knowledge of something doesn't necessitate the absence of something. Hmm? Having, yani not having knowledge of something doesn't mean the absence of something can still exist or it may, it may have happened. It's just you don't know. Now, and so here, coming back to this matter, hmm? 
يعني let's just say Abdullah bin Masood didn't see that from the Messenger of doesn't mean that the rest of the Sahaba didn't see it. Now, so the matter of the Tatabiq, and this is going to show you now, this is going to show you now the khiana of them and how they, يعني, they, they are the ones who follow their desire, their desires. For indeed, they say, they, they say as a shubha, they say that if you don't follow a particular madhab and a particular imam and stick to him, then it makes you vulnerable to following your desires. Following your desires. Hmm? But look how the reality is that they follow their desires. They're the ones who follow their desires. And they, they take what they want, what suits them, and what suits their, their positions, and they yani, will act otherwise, and yani, in, con- in contradiction to that, when it comes to other matters. So the matter of the tabiq, we said it's re- narrated where? In Sahih Muslim. In Sahih Muslim. So we mentioned the incident, what took place. Now, the, the, يعني, the ahadith that show that this is something which is mansukh, something which is يعني, uh, abrogated, something which they, do in, they used to do at the beginning of Islam. Sa'ad bin Waqas, he mentioned that we, were, we, we used to do this, but then we were commanded to place our hands on the knees. Mm-hmm. And a number of other ahadith that show that the Sahaba and that which is established is placing the hands on the knees and that this tatbiq was at the beginning but then it was abrogated but the ahanaf, what do they do? so when it comes to this hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud which is in Muslim the hadith of that they cling on to for Rafi al-Adain is where? no the hadith that they cling on to, the ahanaf to reject Rafi al-Adain where Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud did, did not raise his hands is where? Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, Bayhaqi, Ta'awi, huh? those which are not at the level of Bukhari Muslim. But this hadith of Tatbiq, that Abdullah Mansur did this, and he held this, this is what he held as his position, this is Sahih Muslim. What do they do with this? They reject this. But they'll accept the other hadith, which is in Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, where there's Khilaf. Khilaf from the Imam al-Kibar, yani, and those who say that it is not established. But this one, in Sahih Muslim, they clearly reject that one, and they go to a hadith, such as the hadith of Sa'ad ibn al-Qas, that you place your hands on your knees. And those ahadith have not, yani by far, have not reached the level of those ahadith of Rafal Yadain that they have reached. The mutawatil level, beyond. Mm-hmm. So, with tatbiq, the reality is that, according to their methodology, and according to them, sticking to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, is that they should stick to tatbiq. And that's what, that's what should be their position. But they, say, they, they, don't, they don't accept that. They don't accept that, and they place their hands on the knees, in the ruku'ah. Because there is ijma' upon that, even with them. Hmm? So look how, yani, where, where, where is, where, yani, where is the, that, 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 that approach that you have there, hmm? why is it, Different here. Why is it different here? <coughs> now, also, the matter of يعني, the, the takbirat as zawaid in Salat al-Eid. Salat al-Eidain. The prayer of the, the Eid prayer. 
we know in the Salat al-Idain there, there are extra takbirat that we make. And the reality is that many of the Ahanaf won't even notice. Many of them are not even studious that they go to their books of their Imams and look in the Madhab itself, go into their well-known books such as the Hashia of Ibn Abidain, Al-Mubsut, Kanz al-Daqaiq, Bada'i Sana'i and their books, well-known books, the Fiqh al-Hanafi. The ajeeb thing is that they say that, look, this, this, Rafa'ul Yadain, in the, at the time of Rukun, coming up from Rukun, there's no fa'ida in it. There's no fa'ida in it, no benefit in it. Yeah, it's just movements. Compared to the Rafa'ul Yadain to start the salah, yeah, there's means that, yes, yeah, 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 it's the opening of the prayer and yeah, you've entered into it. Hmm? Yeah, so there's a relevance there of raising the hands. So they reject the Rafa'ul Yadain from this angle also. There's no fa'ida in it. Going from Rukun, going to Rukun, coming up from Rukun, no benefit in that. Hmm? But the takbirat al-ihram, yes, because that is to start the prayer. But the ajib thing is that when it comes to the takbirat al-zawaid, and the extra takbirat in, 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 in the Eid prayer, they hold raising the hands. They hold raising the hands. What's the benefit of that? Because the, it's the first takbirat that you enter into the salah. Hmm? So where's the benefit? Huh? In reality, isn't the khilaf amongst them, Abu Yusuf, we mentioned him uh, from the companions of Abu, uh, Abu Hanifa. He held otherwise that no, you don't, you don't raise your hands for those extra takbirat. And again, that's our point. Again, that the Imams will not cease to differ, even within the same madhab, even within the same madhab. But that's the strange thing. Many of them, I mean, for any of you who's, who prayed with the Ahnaf, Yani um, Eid, if you happen to pray with them, many of them don't even raise their hands. Many of them, more, more, more than likely, not even aware that this is in their madhab Because they're not studious, they don't learn with the adilla and so on They don't go back to the adilla and their books of, uh, of fiqh In reality, it's just blind following, after blind following, after blind following That they're not even aware of the evidence within their own madhab And the positions within their own madhab Add to that the khiyana And the deception, the, uh, how they're treacherous when it comes to Again, this matter of Rafa al-Yadain But what they use as a proof, again, hadith in Sahih Muslim Hadith in Sahih Muslim, where uh, Jabir bin Sumra, he, and this is in the chapter of Imam Muslim, where um, يعني, the uh, command to have يعني, tranquility in the Salah, have tranquility in the Salah, Jabir bin Sumra, and the first of them, about three ahadith, three, about three, or possibly four, hadith of Jabir bin Sumra, but the first is Muhtasar, the first is summarized of the Longer ahadith that come later, but they cl they cling on to this first one, and they'll mention this without mentioning the the full hadith. Now the Prophet said, "Mali arakum rafi aidikum kaanna adnab khilshums." What is it with you, with you that I see you raising your hands as though they're the tails of, yani restless wild? Restless يعني, horses mm. uh, in the prayer. Be tranquil in your prayer. So they say, look, raising of the hands. Prophet said, why, why are you doing this? But be at ease in your prayer. Be at ease. So they use this as a proof. 
Saya sudah masih hasil in in rukuk, tahap rukuk. However, the hadith in its context and the full hadith, yani is what that the Prophet Sallam he said, and as Jabir he mentions again, it's all from Jabir. كنا إذا صلينا مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قلنا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. We used to pray with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We used to say السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. يعني give the salam. وأشار بيده one of them وأشار بيده إلى يعني جنبه that a person يعني would would يعني gesture or يعني point raise his hands, make ishara, indication with his, with his hand to the both sides. And he will say, Salaamu Alaikum, Salaamu Alaikum, to the one, to both the individuals on each side. Hmm? Um, and so the Prophet said, said Alama, Alama, Tumiun, what is it that you are signaling? What is it that you are signaling? Bi'aidikum, yani with your hands. Ka'annaha adnab khayshumask, as though they are يعني the tails of restless horses. إنما يكفي أهدكم أن يضع يده على فخذه. Indeed, it suffices one of you that he places his hand on his thighs. ثم يسلم على أخي. Then he gives the salam to his brother. Then he gives the salam to his brother. يعني على يمينه وعلى شماله. He's right to his left. So the siyak is what? The context is what? It's the salam. It's the salam, the taslim at the end, in the tashahud. That is why, يعني إمام السندي الحنفي, who's مصنف, منصف أفوان, who's يعني just balanced, he said, لا نعم دلالة فيه على يعني النهي عن الرفض. There's no يعني indication in this, no evidence in this. In the prohibition of raising the hands, Imam Nawawi he said, "Al istidlal bihi ala nahi," seeking to use this as a proof to negate and to forbid the raising of the hands is jahlun qabiyah. Jahlun qabiyah. This is, yani, disgusting ignorance. This ignorance is disgusting, yani, to this level that you're using this in this context, in in yani, in this. Matter of Rafal Yadain and using this as a proof, Imam al Bukhari he said, Manihtaj bi hadith Jabir bin Sumra in his Rafal Yadain, he said, Whoever uses the hadith of Jabir as a proof hmm, to uh, yani, reject the raising of the hands and to not raise the hands, فَلَيْسَ لَهُ حَذٌ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ He has no portion of ilm. He has no portion of ilm. Naam, هَذَا مَشْحُورٌ وَلَا خِلَافِ This is well known. Meaning that this matter of not, يعني, this hadith of Jabir bin Sumrah, the يعني, moving of the hands, the signaling with the hands, يعني, and the prohibition of the Messenger of Allah يعني, concerning that, that is in the tashahud when giving the taslim. Naam. And so you can see from this, ayyul ikhwa, that the reality is that even in this matter of fiqh, when they say we are Hanafi, in fiqh, that even this, they ain't doing it quickly. And they're not following their Imam, Abu Hanifa. Because Imam Abu Hanifa, he first and foremost, he said that if a hadith is sahih, then it's not my mother. And he commanded you that if 
my if my يعني statement opposes the kitab of Allah اتركوه abandon it بكتاب الله abandon it and leave it for the book of Allah if my statement opposes the sunnah of the messenger of Allah abandon it and stick to the sunnah abandon my statement and stick to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah likewise we opposes statement from the sahaba نعم this ayyul ikhwa is the reality that they don't follow the imam even in these matters of fiqh and it shows you the fact that they use this term that we are Hanafi and we follow this Imam they use it to hide something else and that is that the reality is they don't follow Abu Hanifa in his first and foremost as we said in his methodology when it comes to dealing with the Ahadith and the Adilla because he has commanded them to follow the Hadith and if he's authentic follow it they've opposed the Imam in that because they've fallen into the Ta'asub that partisanship and يعني, uh, following their desires and them يعني, uh, now uh, aiding that, that position of the madhab over anything else mm-hmm. so they've opposed the imam in that and they haven't followed the imam in that and what he commanded them with but more important as we mentioned the greater affair is the fact that they don't, they don't follow him in his aqidah in his aqidah and you find them in the in their books, I, mean, I think we may have mentioned last week, how they will say, such as the Imams of the Diubandiya, uh, that we have many with us in this country, due to many of us coming from uh, um, those families, those backgrounds, in that part of the world, South India, and in those um, countries there. The, the, the Asian countries, uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and these places, you find that they are Ahnaf, majority of them Ahnaf, Hanafi, in their, uh, their, their madhab. And likewise, many of them, either يعني, the Brailwiya or either Diobandiya, uh, you have from them يعني, the Qadiyaniya also, you have يعني, um, يعني groups. All of them يعني, claiming to be following Abu Hanifa. A big portion of them, Diyubandiya. And you find them clearly in their books that they will say openly that we in our يعني, aqeedah, in i'tiqad, we are Ash'ari or Maturidi. Clearly they'll say it. In fiqh, or in our madhab, we are Hanafi. In our nisbah, يعني, in our lineage, we are Diyabandi. In our tariqah, Sufiya, we are Chishti. Or we combine between all of the Sufi ways. The Naqshbandi way and the Qadri way and the other ways. We, we يعني, combine between all of them. And we accept all of them. And so a clear confession that they are not Hanafi in Aqeedah. But we are Ash'ari. Or Maturidi. But what happened to follow Abu Hanifa then? And if you're saying يعني, you should follow the Imam and uh, choose one Imam and follow him, and if you don't, you're, you're, you're going to end up following your desires, who's following the desires here? Why follow the Imam just in his, in his, in his fiqh? Is he not deserving of being followed in his, in his, in his aqidah? Or is it that you hold that he went astray in his aqidah? Hmm? What, يعني, where, where, what are you, How are you judging? How have you come to that? Hmm? But that's the reality. The reality is that 
they don't follow Abu Hanifa in his aqidah. And we find uh, many of them, whether they are Brailwi, whether they are, yani, uh, whether they are uh, Diobandi Tablighi, and they're the same. Diobandi Tablighi, they're the same. The Tablighis are, Jama'at Tablighi, they are yani, the Da'wah branch. The Da'wah branch of uh, the, the Diobandis. Diobandi is a, is, a, is a city in India. And Jama'at uh, Tablighi is, is the, yani, uh, the Da'wah faction of them. Hmm? Yani, uh, they uh, are yani, preoccupied with giving da'wah and going out, traveling the world, calling people to their, to their, to their da'wah, to the uh, yani, uh, way of the uh, Diyubandiyya. The reality is that when you go back to their books, their, the statements of their imams themselves, you find that they clearly have matters in their aqaid in their beliefs where they have outright <coughs> opposed the imam and all of the imams of the salaf like the belief in wahdud al-wujud wahdud al-wujud is what the allah is one with everything the unity of existence the creator and the creation is one now listen to this the statement of uh, uh, from their imams, from their well-known imams. The statement of wujud is true and it is correct. Hmm. Now, again, the, with the Hanafi here, either he's going to be Brailwi or Diabandi here in this country. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, most cases, that's who he's going to be. He's going to be either Brailwi or Diabandi. The Brailwis are outright, yeah, it's clear. It's clear with the Brailwis. With the Diabandis, they, yeah, you find yeah, that um, uh, it's a bit more, yeah, uh, not as straightforward with them. And some of them, you find, they come with zeal. And they may, yeah, in reality, yeah, try to make out that they agree with you upon this Tawheed. And that, that is something which yani, is not within their madhab. And the reality is, in most cases, that they're unaware. Not, uh, many of them are unaware as to that which is within their books of their imams. But in reality, what is the difference? What is the difference between the, the Abandi and the, and the Brailwi when it comes to yani, making istighatha? When you're making istighatha, and we say that the, the, the Brailwi, yani, they call upon other than Allah, the, the, the Ubandis, they have the same. We're going to see examples, clear examples where making istighafa with the righteous man, calling upon a righteous man in a time of need. But also, what is the wujud? What is the wujud? As many of the scholars they say, this is worse than the Jews and Christians, than the Christians, because the Christians, they said, Allah يعني, was one with, with Isa. Isa was one with Allah. And Allah became manifest, or يعني, Allah uh, يعني, became man through Isa bin Maryam. But they restrict it to at least Isa ibn Maryam. Huh? But here, what is the wujud? You've made everything one with Allah. And so here, look, Al-Qawl bi wahd al-wujud haqq wa sawab. Wa awwul man khada fil mas'ala huwa al-shaykh Muhyiddin ibn Arabi. And so he mentions, and he's looking up to this ibn Arabi, who was the first one to speak with it. And he's confessing this. He was the first one. But he said before it, what? That it is haqq and sawab. It is haqq and sawab. 
Naam. Likewise, um, uh, from them, those who said the statement, um, and it's still connected to Wahdat al Wujud, that the Rasul is one with Allah. The Rasul is one with Allah. Hmm? And, and so then, that which is used as a proof is the saying of Allah. So they're using it as a proof now. Say to them, So the messenger should say to them, Ya ibadi. Oh my slaves. Whose slaves? No. Because Allah said, Say to them, Say to them, Ya ibadi. Oh my slaves. وَالضَّمِيرُ الْمُتَكَلِّمُ الْمَجْرُولُ بِالْإِضَافَةِ هُوَ لِلْرَسُولِ And that ضَمِيرُ, that pronoun, which is for the mutakallim, for the one who's speaking, the first person, the one who's speaking, that is, that, yani that ya here, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِي The ya al-mutakallim, that, that goes back to the Rasul. So he is one with Allah. And then, from one of their big, biggest uh, uh, imams, Sheikh Ashraf Ali Tanwi, that he, yani, um, he, yani he supported this. He supported this, and yani he, um, yani he says, "Well, Qarina Aidan to aid ala hada to aid hada al-mana." That the is, there is other supporting evidence within the ayah which aids this position and this meaning. فَإِنَّهُ قَالَ بَعْدَهُ فَإِنَّهُ Allah said after it, "لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله." Do not despair in the mercy of Allah. فَلَوْ كَانَ الْضَمِيرَ رَاجِعًا إلَى لَفْظِ الْجَلَالَةِ لَكَانَ what he's saying basically um, that um, that the that if the damir in ya ibadi that ya if it went back to if 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 it was supposed to go back to Allah then it should have been la taqnatu min rahmati lafwan afwan it should it should have been um, naam uh, what he's saying is um, that uh, the reality is here that this damir, it is going back to the Messenger of Allah. And if it, if it wasn't, then when Allah said, then he would have said, which, what he's saying, this is something connected to the Arabic language. Um, but yeah, that's not the intent what we want to yani, uh, go into in detail. But um, the masala of istighatha, we see here clear example of making istighatha with the amwat. That again, this Sheikh Ashraf Ali Tanwi, uh, that he he mentioned uh, an incident where there was uh, one who made bay'ah uh, and and he gave. The Pledge of Allegiance to the, the Sheikh that we mentioned before, Sheikh Imdad Allah. And that when he was going, traveling for Hajj, that he was on a, he was on a boat, and the boat uh, hit a rock, and it was about to, to go down. And so he then turned, and he turned to the Sheikh, Sheikh Imdad. And he said, uh, and he saw aid from him, saying, 
أي أي ساعة أحرى أن تغيثني فيها من هذه الساعة يعني which hour يعني is is better that you يعني deliver me that you deliver me يعني يعني other than this hour which hour is better than and so here clear clear يعني we see that they oppose the imam يعني in his توحيد in his عقيدة and we're going to mention the statements of Abu Hanifa in this but likewise likewise when it comes to the masala of the يعني أسماء وصفات we find that they oppose the imam clearly for indeed the we have the imams mentioning such as the istiwa the matter of the istiwa we find them mentioning in the in their books of aqidah that the istiwa of Allah when they come across these verses that they mean istila istila conquering the throne conquering the throne and when it comes to the statements of Allah such as Allah having a hand yad then what it means is his rahmah his mercy or and his his blessings his ni'mah his blessings however we find that imam uh, abu hanifa he said he said concerning firstly the istiwa he said that whoever doesn't whoever doesn't say that allah is above his throne faqad kafar that whoever says that Allah is not above his throne, then he has disbelieved. Now, he has disbelieved. And whoever says that I don't know, so the Imam, he said, whoever says, whoever says that I don't know if my, whether my Lord is Yani in the heavens or yani above the heavens or on the earth, then he has disbelieved. وَكَذَا مَنْ قَالْ إِنَّهُ عَلَى الْأَرْشِ Likewise, whoever says, I don't know if he's upon the arsh, above the arsh. He likewise disbelieves. وَلَا أَذْرِي الْعَرْشِ أَفِي السَّمَاءِ أَمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ And I don't know whether the arsh is yani above the heavens or in the earth. Likewise, he disbelieves. Naam. And he said, Concerning the yad of Allah, ولا يقال إن يده قدرته. It's not to be said that his hand is his قدرة, because that is one of the ways that they, يعني, interpret the word yad when it comes to Allah. That they say it's referring to his قدرة, his ability and his 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 power. أو نعمته. And it's not to be said that it is his blessing. لأن فيه إبطال صفة. Because in that is, يعني a person, يعني making, يعني nullified that sifa, nullifying that sifa. وهو قول أهل القدر. That is the position and the statement of the people of قدر and اعتزال. Likewise, he said, وهو يغضب, وهو يغضب ويرضى. ولا يقال غضبه ولا يقال ولا يقال غضبه عقوبته. And it's not to be said that his غضب, his anger, is his punishment. وَرِضَى ثَوَابُ And his رِضَى And his يعني pleasure and in being pleased 
is yani his reward. It's not to be said. These are the statements of Abu Hanifa. This is what he said. However, we find that the Imams, when it comes to the Aqidah, something completely different to what the yani, Imam was upon and yani, the rest of the four Imams. For indeed, we know that the Imams, all of them, the Salaf of the Ummah, they were agreed on these matters. They were agreed on these matters. So there's no room for us to differ with the Imams in these matters. The Masala of Raful Yadain, as we said, yani, there's a light matter compared to these matters. Not the matter of yani, rejecting something clearly well known in the Sunnah, we said that's a serious matter. But even a person from Ahl Sunnah who's upon Tawheed, who's upon Tawheed and the Aqidah of the Salaf, if he wasn't to yani, refrain from raising his hands in the Salah, he is still a person of Sunnah. He's still a person of Sunnah, yani, person who yani, um, we can't take him outside of being from yani, the Firqatul Najiyah. Hmm? Because uh, yani, there are reasons, it's possible that maybe that, that, yani, he, he does, he's not a person of knowledge, he doesn't learn mm? But he's a person of Tawheed, he affirms Tawheed mm? But yani, he's not, he hasn't yani, learned the matter of raising the hands He's not one who yani, learns yani, the, 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 the various ahkam of the Salat He comes with that which is wajib, comes with Tawheed yani, That person, even though he don't raise his hands, we don't say that he's left yani, Tawheed and yani, he's, he's, he's now become someone Due to leaving that matter off, yani, that he is now a person of, yani, of innovation or a person yani, uh, who's left the fold of Ahl Sunnah. Yani, that is, if, as we said before, if he has, a, he has a reason. If he has a reason. However, if he rejects it, even though he might be a person of Tawheed, if he rejects it after all of the evidences and so on, and now he, yani, it's a matter of ta'asub and so on. Now it's a different matter, as we said before, the fatwa of. Um, Sheikh Ubaid, that now yani he's taken something which is from the Faro' and he's now making that a matter which yani he builds his, his usul upon. Hmm? Yani in particular those matters where we said there's, there's no room for manoeuvre here, it's clear. It's not even a matter of ijtihad anymore because it's outright clear, even though it's a matter of fiqh. Hmm? Now, the reason why we focused in on the Diyubandiyya and Jama'at Tabligh, they're the same thing as we said. Is we find in this day and age, in these locations, and in the Muslim world in general, when it comes to the matter of the very sex, the firaq and the Jama'at and the Ahzab, we find that from those that are active, from those that are active and those who yani, claim to call to a revolution of the Ummah and yani, going back to practicing their deen and, and yani, uh, causing the, the ummah to regain its strength and to be united and so on we find from those that are active the jama'at tabligh, no doubt no doubt they are very active to the point where you know, they'll even come to your homes uninvited, come and knock on your doors to that extent and they, as we know, even yani, cross out complete days in the diary these days are dedicated to the jama'at, the jama'at. A week, you've got to give seven days. Go out, leave everything, leave the home, full month. Some of them even more than that. Leave the home, leave the wife, the kids, all of them. Just da'wah. Just da'wah. At the beginning, as we know, as we said, that the abundance is a city in India. That's where they originated. That's where they originated. Uh, that their da'wah was focused in that region, the beginning. 
in that region. Yani in India, countries around India, and due to them opening another Darloom, their universities and so on, in uh, South Africa, you find that the Dawah strong there also. But then, they, yani after some years, they found an opening in the Arab world. In the Arab world. But there, Kutub, we know, from their main books that they go back to when it comes to them giving da'wah and they call you to their, mas to their masjid and come, come on jama'ah with them you find that they don't pick up Sahih Bukhari they don't pick up Sahih Muslim you don't find them even the Qur'an they don't go to back to the Qur'an tafsir and so on and the, and the kutub of Aqeedah of Abu Hanifa Fiqh al-Akbar Fiqh al-Absat and those books well-known books of Abu Hanifa hmm? you don't go study those books the books with them are Fadail al-A'mal the virtues of the A'mal, the virtues of the actions. Tabliq al-Nisab. Those are their books. And those books were authored in the Urdu language. In the Urdu language. And due to yani, the ignorance of those people in, in those regions, hmm, not being people of the Lughal Arabiya, that they can go back to the books of Ahadith and so on. Hmm, and not yani, being people who are studious, that they were able to place within those books Ahadith that are da'ifa, outright weak, mawdu'ah, fabricated. Qisas and stories full of shirkiyat, full of yani, khurafat, full of yani, superstitious stuff. They were able to do that. And they got away with it for years. And they're still getting away with it. However, when it came to the Arab world, they weren't able to do that. Because the Arabs are a bit more clued up than that. They got the lugha, first and foremost. They got, they, got, they got the language. That's why you find... That the books that they study over there is not their tabligh nisab, full of modu hadith, full of ahadith that are da'ifa. That's why when they go over there, they, they do riyadh salihin. They do riyadh salihin, trying to fool the people. But then, yani those who are unaware of their aqaid and unaware of their, yani their reality, you find from the Arabs, even those who will, get, who will, who will be yani deceived by them. MashaAllah, Jama'at Tabliq, full of da'wah, full of energy. This is what the Ummah needs. We just need to give da'wah, brother. We just need to go out and give da'wah. And so going along with him, going along with him. But the reality is that this is what they're upon. And their books are full of this. And when you go back to their, 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 their origins, and you go back to uh, their Darloom, we mentioned, I believe, last week, a fatwa, clear fatwa. Fatwa, where you find it on the official website, even translated in, in English, where the person is asking, is it permissible for me to make dua to the Messenger of Allah? He's alive. We, we hold our belief is that he's alive, that he will, in his lifetime, uh, and in the lifetime of any righteous man, that you can go to a righteous man and ask him to make dua for you. And that is something yes, we, we agree with. In the lifetime of a righteous man, you can ask him to make dua. You say to your brother, make dua for me. It's allowed. Prophet said to the Sahaba that if you meet always uh, um, from the Tabi'in, ask him to seek forgiveness for you. So there is something allowed to ask someone to make seek forgiveness for you. However, not allowed after his lifetime. Not allowed because he, a dead person doesn't hear. But yani, the Prophet, as we know, in the grave, the Salam reaches him. And there's something that we agree with that the Salam reaches him, but it's conveyed to him. However, the question is saying that yani, we know that the Prophet he gives the salam back. The salam reaches him and he gives the salam back. Hmm? He hears the salam and he, re he responds. Hmm? And so, 
with him being alive in his grave, can I ask him to make prayers for me? Go to his grave and ask him to make prayers for me. Well, what does that mean? That means making dua to him, right? That you make dua to him. It's possible that he don't, this person doesn't believe that the Messenger has control of the cone, the creation. And he affirms that Allah is the one who does all of that. Of course, if he holds that the Messenger controls the creation, that is outright cover. Outright. But even if you don't hold that he controls anything, but you're asking him to ask Allah, that, that is no different to the mushrikeen in the time of the Messenger of Allah because Lat, Manat, Uzza, all of their idols, they didn't hold them to, create, to be creators or to control anything within the creation, but that they intercede. They called upon them, made dua to them that you intercede with Allah. And they say, they are intermediaries with Allah. They intercede for us. What's the difference? No difference. Mm -hmm. So here, يعني, we find that uh, they are a group that they, ha they have out with them outright. يعني, shirk and matters where يعني, they have opposed clearly the tawheed of the imams and the salaf. With that, they are no doubt from those groups from those sects that are active they are very active and that is why them in particular were asked they were asked about Sheikh Abdul, Sheikh, uh, Abdul Aziz bin Ubaz he was asked concerning them because many of the Arabs when they began to appear and I've been through it myself when I was out there many of them became yani, fooled by them and they, they believe that they are very active very active they should be supported and so on they don't see anything wrong with them they are unaware of that which is within their box and so you find them praising them Working, working with them and, and going out with them. However, because them being, yani, uh, having an origin which is different from that which they're yani, used to, and uh, yani, many of them um, yani, calling the, 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 the people that they yani, give da'wah to, to travel, come, come to India, come here, come there, they become exposed to some matters. So some of them, they come back and they ask the Mashaikh, yani, are they okay? Hmm? Yani, are they from... Are they from Ahli Sunnah? Are they yani, from the debated sects? Sheikh bin Basi was asked this. It's Jamaat Tabligh and Ikhwan al Muslimin. That's the other group that are active. Mm. These two groups, very active. Ikhwan al Muslimin, Jamaat al Ikhwan, very active. Yani, again, yani, we need to unite. The Ummah needs strength. Put aside the differences. Mm. Put aside the differences in Aqeedah and so on. We need to unite, that's the priority. Again, that's all we need, brother. We need to go around, we need to unite, and so on. Very active, both of these groups. So, hence why we mentioned Jama'at Tabligh. Jama'at Tabligh and Ikhwan Muslimin, inshallah, we'll come to in the next session. But these two sects and these two, uh, these two groups were um, asked um, about Sheikh Abdul Aziz ibn Ubaz. He was asked, and we'll finish with this fatwa here. Uh, and this is يعني, um, towards the end of his life because you may have from them, from the Jama'a uh, Jama'at Tabligh, or even Ikhwan Muslimin, and those who يعني, may praise Jama'at Tabligh and say they're okay and so on. Sheikh bin Baz, he praised them. There is a fatwa, there is a fatwa. The early part, um, or uh, at the beginning when Jama'at Tabligh. Uh, came into the country, the early stages of coming into 
the, the kingdom and the Arab world. There, was a, there is a fatwa going back to Sheikh Abdul ibn Baz when he didn't know much about them, where he praised them. But there was something from praise within that fatwa, that which could be understood from that fatwa. However, later on, very later on, when their affairs became clear, as we said, from their ways is that they would hide that which they were upon. That's why they came into the countries, into those Arab countries, and they taught Riyadh Salihin, and they were gathering around Riyadh Salihin. That kitab, not there to believe in Islam and Fadail Amal. So, later on, uh, yani in, the, in the life of the Sheikh, he was asked concerning them. Jama'at Tabligh and Jama'at Al-Ikhwan. And this is yani, um, two years or less, two years or lesser than two years before the Sheikh passed away in Ta'if uh, when he was explaining uh, the Kitab Al-Muntaqa. Uh, he was asked, he said, uh, the questioner, uh, he, he asked, Ahsan Allah ilayk, yani, uh, asking the Sheikh, and he was making dua for the Sheikh, he said, uh, the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, 50 raq al-umam, concerning the splitting of the nations. Qawluhu, sataftariqa, ummati ala thalath wa sab'ayna firqa, illa wahida, wa kullaha finnar illa wahida. That the ummah was split into 73 sects, all of them in the fight except for one. هَلْ جَمَعَةُ التَّبْلِيغ عَلَى مَا عِنْدَهُمْ مِنْ شِرْكِيَّاتِ وَبِدَعَةِ جَمَعَةُ التَّبْلِيغ With that which is found with them from shirkiyat, from aspects of shirk and innovations. وَجَمَعَةُ الْإِخْوَانِ إِخْوَانِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And the Muslim Brotherhood. عَلَى مَا عِنْدَهُمْ مِنْ تَحَزُّبْ And that which is with them from tahazzub and this partisanship that they have with them. Uh, and likewise calling to يعني, a rebellion uh, rebellion making rebellion against the, 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 the rulers the Muslim rulers and they call to not obeying listening and, and, and obeying the rulers do both of these يعني, um, two sects these two groups do they enter into what? The 72 sects. فأجاب رحمه الله So he responded and he said تدخل فثنتين وسبعين They enter both They enter both of them into the 72 sects. من خالف عقيدة عقيدة أحل السنة Whoever opposes the عقيدة أحل السنة دخل فثنتين وسبعين Whoever opposes the عقيدة أحل السنة Then they enter into the 72. المراد بقوله أمتي The intent behind the statement of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Ummati, my Ummah, meaning Ummatul Ijabah, the Ummah that responded, as we mentioned uh, in a previous session, the Ummah that responded, and both of them, they responded to the yani, initial da'wah, and the, 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 the da'wah of Islam, they responded and accepted. Um, a, yani, they responded to him, uh, to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi and they made apparent their following of him. Of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam فِرْقَةً يعني 73 That safe sect That sound sect Is the sect that followed him Followed the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu And remained steadfast upon his religion فيهم الكافر وفيهم العاصي وفيهم المبتدع المبتدع نعم أقسام نعم سيد الشيخ يمنشنز that from the 72 from them there are those sex that are يعني outright disbelieving sex disbelieved and from them are sinful 
ones and from them are innovators aqsam yani they are of yani various categories naam faqala sa'il so the sa'il the question he yani verified i want to double check with the sheikh yani hatain al-firqatain min min dhamn thnatain sab'in so yani just verifying the answer the sheikh yani these two jamaat jamaat tabligh and ikhwan al-muslimin are they from the 72 fa'ajab na'am he said yes they are from the 72 uh, uh, likewise the murja'a and other than the murja'a al-murja'a wal-khawarij the murja'a and the khawarij yani some of the ahl al-im they see that the khawarij are from the kuffar and have exited islam lakin dakhilin fi umum 72 however in general they enter into the 72 and so with this yani we will suffice with what we mentioned concerning the yani ahnaf um, and yani, the Dubandiya uh, and the Tablighiyin and so on. And next week, inshallah, we make mention of the other sect that was mentioned here, the other group, Ikhwan al-Muslimin, for indeed there are those who are beguiled by them and many from those who claim Salafiyya, claim yani, to be clear in the matter of the following of the Madahib and the Imams. Yani, so you would, uh, you would assume that they are with you. They make apparent that they don't make Taqlid and they've left yani, the Taqlid that they used to make. And they're with you, they're Ahl Sunnah, they're Salafi, and so on. And they follow the Salaf. But you find that the reality is that many of them have gone towards Ikhwan al-Muslimin and their way. Ikhwan al-Muslimin and their way. Even though they may claim we are, we are يعني, Salafi, we are Ahl Sunnah, we, are, يعني, we have masjid, a masjid which is Masjid Sunnah, we have a masjid which is يعني, Masjid Salafiyya, and so on. The reality is, as we said before, it's not the claim. يعني, it's not just the claim that we go along with uh, but rather yani, we have to see the reality behind that claim and the bayyina and so with that we will we'll suffice